0: Sitting in an old Honda Civic, and we the are, studio, yeah, the studio. Um, in a dimly lit garage because I only turned half the lights on, and I got Abe and I got Derek. What's up, buddies? Hey, dude. What's up? We uh, we we're, we're recording this before Derek forgets all of the Coda GLTC Superlap Battle fun. Because <laughs> yes. yesterday he expressed fear that he was going to forget all the stories that he had to tell, and I don't know what these stories are, but they're things.
1: I don't so. know. I also I just don't like whenever relevant stuff comes out a month later.
0: Yeah. Well, a lot of these people were not there, so it's still relevant to them. So shut um, up. Yeah.
1: <laughs> just go with it, dude. Yeah. Go with.
0: It. Yeah. 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 So, uh, so we drove down, and the last two shows that have been currently aired as of this recording. Have been documenting the saga of our drive. Um, uh, and uh, when we it got was, to Dallas, it was an
2: arduous journey, it, it was it was definitely uh, fraught with peril. <laughs> <So> <laughs> when
0: uh, when we got to Dallas, can you guys hear me all right? My Bluetooth has been sucking lately, by the way.
1: I can hear you just fine. Yeah, no, it's good.
0: fine. Um, we're in three different locations I'm in Chicago, Abe's in Indy, and Derek is in Austin. So, but yeah, when we got to Dallas, um, we uh we stopped almost to Dallas. We stopped at a Bucky's, the first time I've ever been to a Bucky's. Um pretty impressive, Derek. You got some pretty good things going down there in Texas.
1: Yeah, isn't <laughs> Bucky's rat? Dude, Buc-ee's it's
2: a, is the coolest place.
0: I, I was trying to explain to my dad how big Bucky's is. I'm like, all right, so like from see that building that you can barely see over there? Like from here to there, that's how big the parking lot is. And he's like,
2: No, <laughs> <laughs> I bet I mean, and it's and it's, it's not a truck stop, pumps. right? So like I bet a plot for Bucky's to build a like a station on it has to be 5 acres. It's so big.
0: It took Maybe me like four, it took me 3 minutes to like walk to the bathroom and I had to pee.
2: Real bad. Uh, you, how, clean was, how
1: clean are the bathrooms though? Really nice. And like a,
2: the the bathrooms at Bucky's a single like the men's bathroom at Bucky's was bigger than my apartment in Chicago when we lived. Seriously, there. It, the, the the first
0: Bucky's we went to, it the bathroom was bigger than my home square footage wise. And there's
1: and I, always someone in there cleaning them. It like was they so never big. don't have attendance it's in the
0: the biggest place I've ever seen. But we we I, that was the first place that I shut the bus off, and I started it up again, and we didn't have air pressure. Uh, so so the so Bucky's killed the bus. Uh, finally, oops. Um, so we did get up, but we for, got For the listeners
2: the, who don't know why we need air pressure.
0: Yeah, it's air brakes. Uh, so the engine has a little air compressor uh, off the off to the one side of it, and that constantly makes pressure. There's an air governor, and that's what turns the switch on and off on top of the pump head to, like, make pressure or bleed it off. We replaced the air governor in Bourbon A, Illinois, in seven degrees, laying in a snow-filled parking lot on top of a white uh, – table so that i didn't get covered in snow uh and folded the table back up threw it in the trailer and we went and everything was pretty good for a while and then the pressure started fluctuating pretty rapidly it was going from like it's supposed to be 100 to 125 psi and usually that's about on the gauge that's about a two minute like swing and this thing was making the 100 to 125 like gauge sweep like every five seconds uh instead of every couple minutes um so i knew it was kicking on too fast and like and then the the compressor is like bleeding oil at the top of it i knew something was fucked up um and so we got to bucky's i shut it off i'm looking at oil levels and stuff the back of the bus is all covered in like oil splatter because it's like burping out the top of the compressor it seemed fine after we fixed everything but uh fired it up no pr- no pressure not enough pressure to, to open the air brakes. Uh, so put it in neutral, just rev the snot out of it, got it right about to the 55 ish psi that it needs to open the air brakes up. And we got we started to get on the highway and, I, and then it was grabbing like it was it was slowing me down. So we got off at another truck stop, about a mile down, swapped the old air governor in uh, and then for about a mile, everything was perfect. <laughs> and then after that everything was fucked again so we uh, but but if we went above like 65 we were able to keep enough pressure and everything was okay so we found a fleet pride and then we bought some parts in <laughs> that bought, moment it was literally a lot of parts. The, pro, uh,
2: the plot of the speed trilogy where the bus had to do 60 <laughs> miles an hour or else it <laughs> couldn't go anywhere
0: yeah literally I was like downshifting to third to keep the revs up because <laughs> otherwise the compressor wouldn't make enough pressure. Uh, it, uh, it was harrowing. So we got to the fleet pride and I bought a new air dryer. The air dryer is this big old thing. It's like like this coffee can sized. Yeah. It's, it's like a big coffee can, like coffee maker size. You could probably, you could, you could set it comfortably inside of a five gallon bucket and it's got a pressure in, it's got two pressure outs, I believe. And it's got a heater on the bottom of it. And then it weighs like what? Probably 25, 30 pounds. So it's strapped right to the frame rail. And uh, so we bought a new one, and luckily, like, the plumbing was roughly similar. The mount was similar enough where I could cobble together some stuff, uh, and we swapped that out, and we swapped a new air governor in, uh, our second air governor of the trip, third third installation, second new one. And then everything was good, so we figured out the problem. I figured, and I figured out afterwards that the, the dryer had never been right. So if you hear a semi, like, idling somewhere, and, like, randomly it goes like it pops off, you know? Um that is that is the air dryer like purging wet air out the bottom of it. Um and mine never did that. It did like a it it just like randomly went like like randomly and, and like always kind of like made terrible noises. Um and we changed the new one in. And this thing doesn't have like any electronic control. It's all like mechanical control inside. And now the new one makes like cool like like pop off noises, so uh, so now it sounds like a semi f- for real, and now everything seems well, to I, work. So
1: I really appreciate you getting my RV right.
0: Yeah, your RV is going to be good someday when you buy it, Derek. But yep. uh, so we got Dakota. Derek was there. Derek was looking happy as could be. Um, happy boy. Yeah, we we did we did tech inspection until like nine or ten o'clock on Friday night. Uh, we literally had about a twelve hour window of extra time to get there, and we used up. I think we used up a, 10 and a half hours of it, <laughs> so, so we were close, but uh, uh, we got Dakota and everybody's doing registration stuff. Super Lap battle registrants are like all uh, all getting in their garages and everything. We got set up pretty quickly, and uh, it was a busy paddock because they they had all the WEC race shipping containers, like stacked in the paddock. Yeah, that
1: was kind of annoying how that was in the way. Yeah,
0: they put them like, like one rig away. Like if you had a truck and a trailer, that was how far away they put them from the regular garages. So they were kind of a little bit in the way, but... Um, so it the kind place of
1: split the, it kind of split the paddock. In yeah, the, and it like seemed real. Put it in, it was, was it was
0: busy, and it was like hard. It was hard traffic flow at first, but uh, everybody was everybody was pretty cool. So um, we got there; It was a little bit hectic. We got unloaded. We set up the scales. We set up registration and stuff. And we got most of the drivers registered on Friday night. Um, and uh, yeah, how was uh, how was GLTC weekend, Derek? You did some driving. I did some talking. Abe did some yeah. talking. Uh, we talk all shook hands and hugged people I'm but, busy uh,
2: trying to follow up on uh, Derek's Instagram with my own
1: <laughs> oh yeah I made an Instagram story post I was trying to get bored about the the bus break story
2: yeah
0: yeah eat,
1: eat a dick Derek <laughs>
0: I'm sorry you know I gotta tell the story uh, maybe I didn't have to tell the story but you know this is where we are you know we told the story now
1: uh, no, I mean GLTC was good yeah uh, how'd your car do so
0: got them new Goldie Boy shocks on there.
1: Yeah, so I got the Owens on there with the the special valving for the stiffer springs and whatnot, um, and it was it was good. Uh, I I didn't have time to to bring my car to get it aligned, and so I called ahead of time to a uh, to a shop. My normal shop that I use they were um, unavailable because they had just moved locations, and so I had to use someone different, and they didn't. And it was just like, normally I use like a motorsports shop, but this is just a regular alignment shop that someone recommended to me. And I asked them, you know, can you get low cars on there? Is that an issue? And they're like, no, 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 it's not an issue. We get low cars on here all the time. And then so the only time I had to do it was, well, I didn't have any time actually. Uh, But Luke was in town with nothing to do on Friday. So he said he'd bring the car. Yeah. The Marlboro Man. Yeah, Marlboro Man and Eric Meadows. And they had another buddy with him. And they, they they're going to bring my car to the alignment shop for me. So they put on the trailer and stuff Friday, which is, you know, day before the event. And then I followed them to the alignment shop so that I can make sure that everything was going to be okay. And this alignment rack was not an in-ground one. It was a drive-on one, Okay. but they had their, you know how they have like the center jacks um, so they can lift the car up too and do work on the lift, like the alignment type lift. Sure. Well, they had those set to where they were probably like five inches difference from the sides. So, like, you're not getting any low car on that thing. Not not. Oh, they're like,
0: they're nice and high.
1: Nice and high. Yeah. And they're like, oh, they come out and then they just, like, stared at them and didn't take them out. And so, I just, so we spent, like, (laughs) this is around, this is around lunchtime. But we spent, like, 30 minutes calling places and we finally found a place that had an in-ground. Alignment rack, and I sent them. I I just went to work, and then Luke and them brought it and they hooked it up and helped me out. I uh, actually I sold Eric Meadows a set of scrubs um, for for my alignment, so he paid for my alignment for <laughs> a set of old R sevens. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, and then uh yeah, then we uh they actually brought my car to the track for me, so I just okay. Sh- I finished work Friday and showed up there and. They'd already unloaded my car for me.
0: Derek's on this arrive and drive life. Those
1: West yeah.
2: Virginians are so adorable.
0: Yeah, literally oh, you had two people guys. or you had three people from West Virginia doing all the work for you and you live twenty minutes from the track.
1: Yes. That's <laughs> what happened. That's cool. <laughs> they drove
0: thirty hours to help Derek.
1: But hmm. I don't give vacation time at work and so it's very crucial for me to work you, if I can. You,
0: you know? do start at noon though. You could just shift your yeah. schedule a
1: little bit. Nah, not really. Derek likes so, to sleep in. <laughs> yeah. I like to sleep in, but I can also see. So y- you guys dealt with Austin traffic, right? Yeah, it was pretty Sucks, bad, man. We dealt yeah, also. Waco actually, we dealt with really Dallas. Crappy.
0: We dealt with San Antonio. Did we? Was it San Antonio or it was Houston? Waco. I don't know where, no, would have been, been Waco, Dallas, Waco. and Waco. Dallas, Waco, and then Austin on the way.
1: So, the how I have my work schedule. I work like 11 to seven or 12 to seven depending on how many patients i have and that way i never hit traffic because traffic is over when i leave and when i'm on the way home it's also over um
0: and you're driving all around to people's houses and stuff too
1: yeah i drive all around people's houses but generally like i don't see anyone in the city i see i cover like the outskirts of the city and i go a different direction each day so all my patients in the north are on one day. All my patients are in the, are in the south are on another day. And so I drive out of the city past the traffic when there's no traffic and then do all my work and then drive back. So
0: I was pretty shocked kind of, how like, bad the traffic was. It was pretty bad.
1: Yeah, especially Austin. It's like, you know, this is a city designed for 300,000 people and we have a million people now. So it's yeah, yeah. not. But anyway, the –
0: I I thought the so, city was awesome. We got that ramen on Friday night. Dude, man,
1: ramen was solid. Oh, we, we so good. We didn't get good. to go to my. We didn't get to go to my favorite spot though. My favorite spot, Soursop, and oh, everyone yeah. wanted to go to that stupid barbecue place Saturday night.
0: I thought that barbecue was rad. It was the best.
1: I mean, it's good, but it's just being a local, like. So, like the hey, restaurants, we got to do
0: touristy things, man. I'm, I don't get to Austin very well, often. Th-
1: the restaurants, like we went to the ramen place and then um the other place i like to bring all like that's kind of special to me yeah but like good barbecue you can get in any town in texas like i had that shit where i grew up you know in the middle of nowhere like awesome right. barbecue and so it's just not it's like any that's all anyone wants to eat every time they come here i'm just like oh you know we had that stuff forever but
0: yeah it was pretty good though i thought it was, it was
1: good yeah. i mean it, it, it tasted good but we would have had better food if we had went where i wanted to well, go we'll
0: go to Sour Stop next time man next time uh, we're talking about making the, the trip a little bit longer uh and maybe doing yeah. some uh some rally ready ranch stuff afterwards so, so you, are you Texas confirming
1: Dave? now that we're gonna we're gonna do it next year uh
0: yeah that'd be kind of the plan so we'll
2: see <laughs> that'd be pretty yeah. sweet
1: yeah gotta yeah. get some 30 cars 40 cars next year be cool uh, I hope the yeah. weekend
2: stays the same because the uh the President's Day on Monday really made life easy for me.
0: It did. It did. Having the having the Monday off for everybody everybody besides me cuz I would have gone to work regardless, but uh it was uh it was like yeah. the perfect weekend to go too cuz the weather here was garbage, so it was like I'm leaving. I'm not going to do anything here anyway. Um, Being
1: on Valentine's weekend's not great for the wife.
0: No, but- that, yeah, that kind of sucked.
1: But uh so I pack them in the but, RV
0: man <laughs> yeah uh, overall, I thought that uh, super lab battle like the GTA guys they were awesome to work with like they couldn't have they couldn't have been more enthusiastic to have GLTC there. Uh, I thought GLTC was like a good addition to the programming and the live stream yeah, and you uh, had a good
1: th- time with race control too for being a pro track and everything like Dude, that it was,
0: it, like what coda was the best. Coda was the super super nice. Like they couldn't have been cooler. We were in there in the
2: control room, me and Renee, looking at stuff, and we got, you know, we got real time uh, feedback on when drivers went off. We took notes on everything. I mean, like those guys were
0: sharp. Yeah, and they were so nice.
1: Yeah, they're they're not. They're not. They don't have that attitude of like we've been doing this since '73, and this is how you do it, and the production car will never go. Oh, oh Under yeah! Under two yeah, minutes, uh, or whatever. What you track?
0: Know. What track might you be referring to, Derek? <laughs>
1: uh, I'm not sure. <laughs> a a yeah, couple of no. them that start yeah. with roads. Yeah,
0: <laughs> <laughs> those road tracks. Those are hard ones to deal with. <laughs> no, they were like Koda was awesome. They were just they were like they. It might have been like for a, for a weekend that I was like a part of organizing. It was definitely the most relaxing weekend that I've ever had. I love it for sure. And I, I, you know, I thought was that, great. um
2: like, when we were going up to the podium and we, like, walk into this, you know, very luxuriously built tiny section of the track that's, like, red carpet and nicely finished wood and, like, all of this stuff, it just... It felt surreal to me.
0: Yeah. I felt like we were being naughty and we should not have been there.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, it was great. I thought that in the end, like, the track... The track was, like, we... I. I told I told them what we're doing, and like they were like, "All right, cool, let's do it." And we did it, and it was great. And everything was perfect. Nobody fought you on anything. Like their the the their tow guys are fast and nice, and like yeah, race they haul was it perfect. in those
1: tundras. Uh, do they still use tundras?
0: Yeah, there was Toyotas there. Yeah, um, yeah,
1: they are on the gas in those things.
0: And the most impressive thing to me was how spotless the buildings were. Like, just ridiculous. Um the floors in all the garages were polished when we got there. And you could smell the polish. And then I thought, man, they must have just done like the annual cleaning, right? Nope. <laughs> On Sunday, <laughs> as They're people like are that. moving out, there's a dude coming with this like golf cart size floor polisher and he's polishing the floors again. They're polishing the yeah, floors every It's a, it's every a
1: really cool cool setup cuz the, the garages are a pass through to to the, you know, hot pit. Right. And each each garage has a bathroom. Um, it's so, so it's nice, super super convenient. Dude, the garages I have not like, air truck hookups and everything. Yeah,
0: really really impressive facility. Um, and uh, I didn't get to explore it much during the day. I did get to explore it Friday night though. T- um, tell
2: me about how that happened.
0: <laughs> so so Pete Lindbergh, uh he was staying at his buddy's house, Brian Defries. Who was racing GLTC in a rally car that he had converted to like a grip car by putting Hoosiers and different suspension on? And uh, Brian lived real close to the track, like two minutes from the track, like right outside the gates. And uh, and Seth Lemke was there, who's another listener. Uh, he, Seth is the guy who made our our uh, that'll happen shirts. Um, and they, they drove together on uh, Thanks, Seth. One love America. So. Um, Sorry, I have a bit of a head cold again. I think I have my fifth head cold of the year right now.
1: Dude, I have one this week too. And I'm trying to kill yeah. it with bourbon and it's kind of working.
0: Yeah. Gin and tonic will make it a little make me a little bit more stuffed up, but uh, I should do some bourbon after this. But so uh so Pete is staying at uh Brian's house right outside the track and we got done at ramen at like what, midnight or something like that.
1: Um, oh yeah, some something like that. It wasn't it wasn't early, was no, but late it either, wasn't though. super super late. Um, I think I got home at twelve thirty, so that makes sense time wise. Yeah. Maybe eleven forty five. We were done.
0: Pete had parked down the street, and I was going to hop in Pete's Miata with him, and uh, he was going to bring me back to the track, and then he was going to go to Brian's house because uh, you were going a different direction. Chris and uh, and Abe and Mike were going a different direction, and uh, I was going to go sleep in the RV.
1: Well, Chris was What's staying, up? like right by the ramen place, he had to get yeah, here, be in the the hip yeah. part of town where the ramen place was.
0: But so Pete was going to bring me back to the track, and all was going to be well. It was going to work, right? Uh, the the media team, Black Flag Media, and Go Faster Suck, Justin and Vanessa, they were they were staying uh, in the RV, and so I was going to go stay in the RV, and then somebody would be at the track when we had to check some people in at six thirty in the morning because we were going hot at eight a.m. And so yeah, Pete I haven't brings, heard the
1: story yet either.
0: Pete brings me back to the track and like the main gate has like, it's like a hundred foot wide piece of asphalt, right? They have a gate that goes all the way across and it was locked. <laughs> and so we drove around to every single gate. And even though there are people staying in the racetrack, like there were probably a hundred people staying in there. Uh, everything's locked up, like just totally locked up. And I thought, well, I have to walk in. <laughs> Because that's where I'm staying, and if you haven't been to Dakota, like the main gate when you get out, when you what's the name of that road? It's a stupid name. I forget what it is. Farm to Table, Farm to Table Road.
1: Oh, <laughs> that's, oh my god, Are, is, that's it. Is, is it? That's is actually it, the name. Is it? It's called Farm to Table. That is the or, name or of is the it, road. Or is it? Yeah. Or is it FM and then a number?
0: No, it's Farm to Table. Google road. Google Maps
2: or Ways or whatever called it Farm to Table Road. Yeah, that's what it was. That's oh what it was. My god. Well, no one Uh, ever knows
1: what I'm talking about because the road that I live on is called FM 620, and that's a thing in Texas. Like a lot of the roads, country roads are called FM number number number, and it stands for Farm to Market. And so, anytime I give anyone an address, they're like, "What FM uh, 620? What does that mean?" Well,
0: maybe maybe that's what it meant, but that's yeah. Google Maps and Ways called it Farm to Table Road.
1: I'm gonna look right now. uh,
0: Yeah, maybe it's not. Maybe it's called like Circuit of the Americas Boulevard or something, but. You get off the highway and you go like a mile north and it's or south or whatever the fuck direction east west one of the directions but uh, so the the left hander you turn into the track it's just like this giant sprawling place and they got the gate shut with enough room to like turn a Miata around so I'm like Pete I'm getting out I'm just gonna walk in and he's like you sure man that's like a mile <laughs> and so I like crawl under the gate and and then I just start like walking and so I walked from 12:45 until 1:30 to get to the bus because I got I got fucking lost. <laughs>
1: Did you look on the maps?
0: Dude, it's the biggest track <laughs> ever. And I should have just walked around. You know, you know where's where where the main, where the main garages that we were in, like opposite the track, I should have walked that way past the other grandstands. And then gone under that tunnel, and I took the other way. <laughs> and at midnight, I had zero steps on my watch, and uh, by the time I got to bed, I had like 7,200 steps already. <laughs> oh my It's like God. a full day of walking. Uh, it was uh, I got lost. I went like up by the soccer stadium to like try and shortcut, and there was no shortcut in, and there was no security guards. There was no lights. Like it was it was kinda awesome actually. I got to walk around Coda by myself. And like I'm just I, I like cutting through gates and stuff that were locked. You guys I'm need like, to s- buy
1: scooters and next year we'll rip around at nighttime on scooters. Literally I squeezed, so like
0: I was like bending fences and like squeezing between gates and stuff, like trying to find a shorter <laughs> path. And like the only way I could have got there shorter would have been to hop the 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 catch fence and get onto the racetrack. Um it it was it was actually pretty fun. I'm glad it actually happened. But like at the time I was like I think I might be sleeping in the grass because I can't remember
2: how to get back there. <laughs> and like I'm Google and mapping it. Was it was still cold on it Friday was, night.
0: It, it, it actually was. It was like forty five degrees out and I was Google mapping it and I'm like, it just thinks I'm at the road. Like it couldn't it didn't know where I was. And so and I had like all I had ever done at Coda was drive in and like park so I had seen the one way and
1: yeah I didn't know the other way it was yeah, like you, four times you just have to fly. go but, go all the way down and then go through the gate 2 tunnel that's the best yeah, way yeah I go. went
0: I, I I did not go through that tunnel that's 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 the way we went through the original way but yeah, uh, that's, yeah it was I walked forever but it was kind of cool like a, even if yeah. you
1: went straight there, the correct way you drive in, it's still, it's still a really long walk. Probably I'll bet you that minutes. way.
0: Yeah, I'll bet you that way is still a mile, um,
1: at least. Yeah,
0: and the other way was like two and a half miles. It was so it was so big. I, like I walked past the RV campground. I walked past.
1: Uh, I think there's a I pool I, there.
0: I did two tunnels. Yeah, there's a pool there. Like the whole thing is so the scale of that place is unbelievable. Like just unbelievable but they have
1: like giant festivals um at the amphitheater there
0: yeah they have like a fifteen thousand person amphitheater and it's like it's just like off to the side it's like that little thing over there i remember
1: one time we were running there with another organization and they had like some lollapalooza type festival thing it's like a little wayne was there and you see all the like kids roll in and then it you know, we we run there Friday for test day, and it was fine. And Saturday, the show starts, and our cell phones stop working because there's fifteen thousand people at a concert oh, yeah. using their <laughs> cell phones, and then we couldn't send, we couldn't use our cell phones anymore at all to track. They stopped working. That's kind of awesome. <laughs> yeah,
0: they have like oh. a ten thousand person soccer stadium too, like right next to it.
1: Like yeah, the
0: whole the whole place is like over the top. It's a huge place. Yeah, uh I was really impressed. I l I loved I loved that event. Like I loved that weekend. Well I'm, I'm glad so you glad had a good time
1: it. because it, it's nice to have one that's thirty minutes from my house.
0: Yeah. I, I uh I think uh I think Super Lab Battle was like glad we came and uh yeah, uh, they they on on Sunday night, they seemed pretty enthusiastic about us coming back, so we'll uh, we'll see where that goes. So,
1: yeah, I mean, I think I haven't heard a bad thing, everyone seems really happy about it. yeah so. it,
0: it, it, it did seem like some of the local drivers thought thought it was like best weekend ever kind of fun, so that's good.
1: so yeah, and i I definitely got some messages from some local people that weren't there that were like, who caged your car? I want to cage mine. You know, like I, I got I got an email
0: t- tonight from uh, somebody from Australia who is moving to the U.S. who was watching the live stream uh, and wants to run GLTC. Uh,
1: oh, that's awesome!
0: So that's kind of rad. Um, yeah, it's a lot of weird, a lot of weird people, a lot of different people watch. Not weird people, but different people. Well, probably weirdos too.
1: One thing, one but thing I'm really uh, different glad people about watching is- that stream. We had we had a pretty small field for like GLTC standards, especially for being a you know a big track streamed and everything. But it yeah. actually it looked good on the stream. Like it seemed like there, there was, was just some enough good battles, battles, man. Yeah, and t- stuff. It, constant. It, it seemed it seemed bigger than it was. You know, with only being fifteen cars, sixteen cars.
0: We had we had uh, nineteen registrants, and then we had like every race there was three cars broken so it was like 15 to yeah. 17 cars, that's pretty
1: common you know like if we have 35 yeah. at midwest we usually get 29 to you know 30 starters right. and it'll be all the like people will fix and break their cars through the weekend so it'll never be the same five people that are missing
0: yeah there's always somebody missing somebody's always breaking but yeah um yeah no it was uh it was good battles too man like uh Jeremy Boyson in the RSX, he always had somebody to battle with. Uh, the front runners. it was like there was a six second gap and then there's a five second gap. and then there's a four second gap. So this, that like that story is like oh P2 is always chasing P1. and then like P2, 3, 4, and five, they're within a, they're within one second all cumulatively um no it was uh I, it was really fun to call the race with tom and obviously calling a race with tom is like super easy because tom is tom Good. is way better at that than he should be <laughs> um, and he's pretty dialed i like i i didn't even i was like i don't even know what the hell i'm doing here like uh, whenever <laughs> you just, need me you know just let me just know tom uh, bearded hobo <laughs> yeah yeah the the scca um what's your face uh I forget. I forget who it was, but uh, I met her for the first time, and uh, she was she was totally embarrassed because she had called me the bearded hobo, and Hayward was like, "Hey, guess what? She called you." <laughs> uh, so that was how I got to meet her. But uh, no, I, I did. I forgot to shave when we were leaving because uh, the bus. The bus had uh, problems, and in front of my house, um, <laughs> the bus had
2: problems in front of your house on the way to Austin. In Austin, yeah. on the way back to your house, you didn't finish the <laughs> RV story.
0: Oh yeah, I, I got the rest of the new parts for my throttle.
1: <laughs> oh god, did, here did, we go. Did I we heard tell this you? Did,
0: do you told you? I told you about this one.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: Um, so, <laughs>
1: so we drop Abe off. Keep
0: her pinned, baby yeah man. we dropped Abe off in Effingham, Illinois after driving for like 14 20 hours. hours. Yeah. No, well, 20 hours was sleeping and stops and stuff, but like it was like a 14 hour journey to get to Effingham, Illinois, right and uh, everything is it, like randomly, we had noticed that the RV was doing this like, how come it doesn't have any boost like it does like it felt like it had a fueling problem. Uh, and I was like, it's got to be like, uh, the first time I thought, it's got to be sucking air because we had ran it pretty low on fuel. And the second time I was like, but it's got a quarter tank of fuel. It should be fine. Maybe it's filters, right? It felt like it had no power. But it it, it, it was running totally fine. Just no boost. It was like struggling a little bit to go above like 60. Um, and then it started doing it for Abe as he was driving uh, at like what? Like half a tank? Oh, yeah. Uh, and so I'm like, well, it's not that. Um, and then we, we drop Ava off, and I get on the highway, and I'm like, well, it's perfect again after I fueled up. Um, must be something to do with the fuel. And, and, then, <laughs> and it explains a lot of things in the past year because um, randomly, like, the transmission shifts hard going into second. And I read all about it, and everything is all like, oh, it's got to be throttle linkage system, like kickdown levers, like wide Because wide open throttle, it always shifts fine going into second. But then randomly, it just doesn't shift well going into second gear, um, even if you're wide open throttle. And so I drop Abe off, and about an hour later, we got about two hours to go. I pass a truck, and I like I floored it to pass a truck. And you floor it a lot when you're towing a trailer with this giant RV that's the size of a coach bus. And I floored it to pass a truck and I let off and nothing lets off. <laughs> and I'm like, uh, that's that's weird." And I like I like feather the throttle a little bit. I feather that thing, brother, and it's like nothing happening. Like all of a sudden, uh-oh. I mean, this shit is like to the wood. And <laughs> it ain't coming back. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and I, I like look around and everybody's like chill and I'm like, and I knew like I know you, it's not gonna like go too fast like everything is fine because it's it's drag limited to like eighty miles an hour unless you're going downhill um, and so I'm like well this is my life for the next good thing you were going downhill <laughs> well even still like good thing you go hundred miles an hour
1: <laughs> could you imagine going down a mountain pass you yeah brakes wouldn't stop you.
0: No, no, yeah, I I would have just thrown it neutral and killed it, yeah. But uh, yeah. we're about two hours from home, and I'm and it's raining, and I'm like, I am not pulling over and fucking with this. Uh, so we uh, about forty minutes in, and like cone cone catches me like reaching down, and I'm like feeling around the gas pedal like with my hands as I'm driving. He's like, "What are you doing?" <laughs> <laughs> I was like, yeah, "Uh, yeah, throttle stuck wide open." <laughs>
1: he's like, oh, and, shit. And it has, has been for the last hour. <laughs> and it
0: has been for 45 minutes. <laughs> and uh, so I'm like, uh, why don't you Google air throttle RV? And uh, he found a bunch of problem threads where people are, because it's got this thing called an air throttle, where you're pushing on, basically you're pushing on a diaphragm, and it's got a bunch of check valves and that, like, signals to another diaphragm and some electronic bullshit from the 90s 40 feet behind you. And that makes the throttle go, like, wide open or not wide open. So That sounds like it'll uh, never break. Uh, there was, like, after the fact, I read about it, and somebody's like, there are 12 check valves that are all individually specific for this application. This can never be fixed. <laughs> Like they're all like this certain like McMaster car valve. You can find five of the twelve I looked and it's like I'm not fixing this bullshit. Like this is stupid. My last bus was four feet shorter, but it had a cable and just some big springs and everything's fine. Um so we got (laughs) we got to the exit and we're going like 70 miles an hour. And so I, I wailed on the brakes. It's got big brakes, you know, big air brakes. I wailed on the brakes for, like, a few seconds, and I get it into third gear. And then we're wide open throttle third gear. And I let the brakes cool off for a quarter mile. Well, that's probably you know.
1: pretty bad for, for the motor, huh, the exhaust gas temperature uh, and stuff?
0: No, it's fine. It, it, like, it, it actually wasn't, like, wide open throttle. It was, like, three-quarter throttle application. Um, oh, I see. just it, stuck there. But it was there. It was just there. Yeah, I was gonna um, say because
1: in my in my diesel truck, like, old seven three, like you could get the EGTs way up if you held it wide open, but not at three quarters throttle.
0: No, th- this thing is super detuned. This engine, it's an eight point three Cummins. Uh, this 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 tune configuration of the pump is two fifty horse and like eight hundred foot pounds or seven hundred foot pounds. And no, you yeah. can so make it's
1: like half the power that it could could make. Oh
0: yeah, like like easily, you can make five hundred and like twelve hundred out of this thing. But um, so it's super. If we detuned, get it to do one twenty. Uh, it's just gearing limited. Like it's really gearing limited to like a comfortable eighty-five miles an hour. On the next downhill.
2: slip but, angle, Adam and James Houghton argue about whose RV is uh, faster. That's
0: actually oh, a we, thing that we did argue about.
2: <laughs> oh
1: yeah, we we put that, some methanol injection on that 8.3. We get the thing going.
0: No, down. If I change the rear end, rate, right, It's a Dana eighty, I think. It's a giant Dana axle. So, like, I can buy a different. I could buy a different final drive, and the thing could go hundred miles an hour. Like that. Like I know it could. But uh, I, we we actually looked it up on the podcast that the the fastest class A RV I think it was one hundred twenty six miles an hour. Fuck um, yeah! <laughs> that's freaking rolling, man. <laughs> But can you imagine pushing that column of air to 120 miles an hour? Did you guys see
1: any of the toll roads? Toll roads in Texas? You see any of the 85 mile an hour toll roads we have over here?
0: Yeah, yeah, we did, we did. I'm That's waiting for crazy. those bills too, but
1: they're gonna be and, thick.
0: Yeah, well, your bills are actually pretty. They're pretty cheap. It's like two bucks here, two bucks there, versus like the the half hour that you're on the toll road in Colorado, and it's 50 bucks.
1: Oh yeah, right. I, don't, I don't hit so. any tolls in, through Colorado the way I'm going. The way I go up.
0: But, yeah, so we get off the highway. I shift it to third. I, I hit the brakes again. I shift it to second. I do the off-ramp, and, like, I'm real close to my shop where I park it there. And uh, and then I hit the brakes pretty hard going down the hill. Like, I get off the off-ramp it's like a cloverleaf, and then I'm going down the hill, you know, heading north towards my shop, and the brakes are starting to smell. Um, so I got the brakes a little bit hot, but not bad. And then hey, I, first, I first geared it all the way back to the shop, so... Hey, hey, what's
2: up? Uh, we should break for a word from our partners. Yeah, let me finish telling this story. Damn it! Well, no, now people definitely want to come back. <laughs> it's,
0: it, the story's <laughs> over now. Actually, it's not. Uh, there is a there is a little bit of fun story at the end. So, uh, so we have uh, we have some partners and some people to thank. Abe, hey, who do we have to thank? We have to thank Patreon, FCP Euro. We got to thank uh, Patreon, Apex Apex FCP
2: Pro. Euro, and Apex Pro, and. Uh, we are now a legitimate business with a like a like a checking account. We feel like adults, and it's pretty cool.
0: That is pretty yeah. cool. We're going to have like $8, too. It's going to be sick.
1: <laughs> don't we do Yeah. Pa- Patreon sent me an email and was like, you changed payout method. Make sure this is not fraud. And I'm thinking, I, I didn't change <laughs> anything. Thanks, Abe. It must be changed. A- shit Abe a- a- stole
0: <laughs> the money from Derek. <laughs> yeah. D- Derek set up that Patreon like, it's got to be a year ago, right?
1: I don't think that long, but good while, and then we forgot
0: to we like we forgot to talk about it 'cause like Austin and I both felt like weird about like, man, Patreon's strange, like you're just asking for money, and we finally started talking about it after like the fourth person was like, Dude, why don't you guys set up a patreon? Can I just send you money you're
1: like <laughs> we we have one already if was you like, yeah, it. it's
0: already there, and then somebody contributed to it. And then we just started talking about it, and now a bunch of people are contributing to it. So, we appreciate all the patrons. Um, I think I said on the last show that I appreciate Abe because I would have quit Slip Angle if I didn't have a producer. So I appreciate Abe because he's he's uh it's it's nice to have a dude with that's better at keyboards than you. Um, And uh, Derek, I'm good at. uh, I mildly appreciate Derek, but
2: what's that? You're really good at interneting on your phone. You're not so good with a computer.
0: I hate computers, man. I do everything for my phone. I freaking Google drive that thing. I, 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 Gmail from that thing all day long. But, uh, I was just, to, I was on the phone with Chris, uh, from grid life for about an hour earlier and I was basically like all of the problems in my world revolve around me being bad at computers. <laughs> so, <laughs> and so I was like, ah, man, I really got to implement Abe a little bit better on some of these things. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, so we appreciate the Patreon uh, subscribers. You can Google Patreon and SlipAngle. Angle. I think that's probably the easiest way to find it. Or is it backslash Slip Angle? I don't know. Who cares?
2: It is, well, let's see. It's patreon.com forward slash Slip Angle. So what's the forward slash? Is that the one where The top tips... is leaning forward.
0: The top is leaning towards the next word? Yeah. Okay, that's forward slash. Correct. Backslash. The bottom is leaning towards the next word. Correct. All right. Well, this is this is going nowhere fast.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Interneting with Adam Jube is going to be yeah. the third podcast from the from the. Uh, we have a name. For, our name is the Midwest is Collective. So yeah, we, are, we do. Uh, we we have a name
0: for our podcast collective that we're going to try to build over the next decade. But Midwest uh,
1: Collective, I take offense to that. Why? I'm sorry, you, Derek.
0: The, Dallas is kind of the Midwest, man. I mean, no, Austin's no, kind of not. the Midwest.
1: It's nowhere near the Midwest. It's like the other Austin, side. I'm I think of to Alabama as the
2: South. I don't think of Austin as the South. Right? No, no.
0: Texas Austin's is definitely Texas. not the South.
1: Te- Texas is its own country.
0: Yeah, I know. I know. are close enough. but
1: We just um, joined you guys because we felt bad.
0: No, I don't think he had any choice. I don't think he had no, a choice. No, we did. we no, We, no, had a we were going to take it. We, it was going to be ours. No, it man. wasn't.
1: It was. It actually wasn't that. It was because in Mexico, we just tired of fighting with Mexico. We needed a little yeah. bit bigger military.
0: That's probably. Yeah, you couldn't do it on your own, could you?
1: But Texas is the only state that's ever been its own country.
0: Yeah, nobody cares, Derek. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> Texas is very proud.
0: We we actually have a giant Fort Worth uh, listenership, so we appreciate all you Texans.
2: Yeah, it's uh, it's it's kind of weird. Uh, yeah, let me see. If Why is Fort the... Worth big? <laughs> uh, I think uh, Pete Lindbergh has something to do with it. He's probably telling Fort Worth. Can you imagine
0: being Pete Limberg and like going? I bet you he's going to every Bucky's and like Quick Trip every, and he's like. Have you heard about my friends at Slip Angle Podcast? <laughs> <laughs>
2: uh, so, Fort Worth, of our Texas listeners, Fort Worth represents 14%. That doesn't make That's any good. sense. The Texas listeners are the second largest state of listeners for Slip Angle.
0: All right, good job, Hell Texas.
2: Hell, yeah. What's our, what's our biggest state? Uh, California.
1: California? California. Yep. Oh, that's interesting. Uh,
2: with with Monterey being the largest group of listeners, so uh, no, you know, way! those those folks uh, at Laguna, we we appreciate you. We thank well, you. we tried
0: to go there, but then you had a management change and our date was gone. But you heard it here first. Uh, Laguna Seca was on the calendar for 2020 for Good Life.
1: But what are we talking about now? Can you finish our V story?
0: No, I think oh. we're in the middle of an ad read. I don't even know. Oh, that's What right. else do
1: we have? The plug. Uh, uh, yeah, hey,
0: hey, what do we got to plug? We got to plug FCP Euro, FCP yeah, Euro Yeah, we got to thank
1: com. FCP
2: Euro. And tell uh, tell all of our friends why FCP Euro is European the best. car, and you're not buying parts from FCP Euro, you're making some mistakes. You're making a mistake by listening to this show, but you're definitely making a mistake yeah. not buying parts from FCP Euro. Derek, Derek,
0: whenever you crash your Miata, can you send your like broken parts that you bought from a company back to a company and get new Miata parts?
1: Uh, no. I,
0: I Didn't think know. so.
2: <laughs> if you had a European car, you could it. do that with FCP Euro. Yeah,
0: Well, that's well cool. obviously you don't want to crash it, but FCP Euro does have a pretty good warranty going on, and uh, and they're also huge supporters of motorsports, and they are uh, some of the fastest TCR racers uh, in uh, TC America uh, Cup, uh, whatever the fuck that program's called. I just swore I in the middle of they
1: that. They run LDC sometimes too, which <laughs> I think yes, is more relevant. Yes, they do.
0: They do have a uh, they do have a Mercedes that they've ran in uh, in GLTC so and their uh, fancy
1: dancing Mercedes where they always have a different driver in it. I never know... that Mercedes
0: is with. cool though, man. It's uh, oh, it's they, pretty cool. In order to make that thing stop, they retrofitted a BMW M3 uh, Bosch ABS because like everything, like things just like didn't work well. So they made their own ABS system and. Uh, uh, they originally built it for AER, and they brought it to Midwest Festival, I think. Um, and he was like, "I think this thing is a GLTC car. Like, here's the power, here's the weight." And I was like, "Yeah, I think you got a GLTC car there." And they uh, they ran some GLTC races, and they did the same bit south. And uh, yeah, fun to see them out there. So uh, yeah, FCP those, those Euro. Cool.
1: They, they only made those C three hundreds with manual transmissions for a few years. Yeah, it's a it's did- kind
0: of like a car that you never see.
1: Yeah, I mean, you can find them on Auto Trader if you look, but they're they're pretty rare. Yeah. I've always kind of wanted one. They it's
0: got good body lines too for a for a Mercedes. It it's like I like that generation of Mercedes styling, but. Yeah. fcp euro uh if you need to fix your mercedes your bmw your volkswagen etc um, if you
2: were one of the yeah. listeners that ran out and bought a porsche cayenne diesel and it needed a part here or there you could buy those things that, on FCP that's Euro. Th-
0: that 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 diesel suv podcast had way too much interaction it was kind of creepy
2: yeah like uh people Everybody have strong preferences to on what their toe pigs are
0: they do, but, uh, yes, yeah, so we appreciate FCP Euro and ApexTrackcoach.com. You can check them out. We've been talking about them for several weeks. Uh, we've got a good deal on tracktuned.com for a, uh, for a good package. If you want to buy a, a bundle from, uh, from apex pro. So, so, uh, uh,
2: included in the bundle is a data session with Mr. Andrew Rains, who happens to be the lead for apex pro. And, uh, I am fully planning on taking uh, my, my Apex Pro unit to the endurance races at uh, NCM in March and am going to be collecting data, as much data as I can, to become a, a data guru for um, Apex Pro and uh, trying to use that information to help That's really make neat our aid. run groups faster.
1: How do, I, how do I get to this thing on the website? Because yeah, I can't do it. Uh, I was it, looking. And the other day, Derek, you're bad at
2: it. the internet too. If you go to podcasts on the track website and you click podcast. on slip angle, uh, yeah. there are links to buy now on apex pro.
1: Oh, I see. Maybe we should put that on the very front of the website. Yeah. I hey, what okay are you doing, that. man? I can do that.
2: Yeah. Hey, come
0: on, man.
1: Or make that, hey, I have another you gotta get that click through baby. What about doing like where it says home features, podcast, track tips, do like a shop or like a buy up there.
2: Yeah, in in due time. We're not good okay. at this stuff, Derek.
0: It's it's just we're, it uh, is what it is.
2: We're definitely going to print some <laughs> slip angle T shirts because uh, I did an Instagram uh, story quiz to ask people if they'd buy shirts, and they said yes. So we're going to print some shirts. I'm pretty excited about that. And uh, yeah, all right, well, enough talking what about money thing. and
0: stupid stuff. We love we love that uh, people are Patreons. We love that FCP Euro thinks we're cool. Uh, I I did just swear in the middle of that ad, so they might not think we're cool anymore. But we'll uh, see. Uh, Apex Pro, yeah, yeah,
2: yeah.
0: If I swore in that ad, Andrew would probably be fine with it. But uh, that
2: was ten minutes of ads.
0: Yeah, it wasn't ten. It was more of like uh, it was more of us like farting and like noises coming seconds out
1: of of ads and nine minutes of stories. <laughs> That's why anyway, it's so
0: hard to skip. We're not bad we at. Should, I mean, we're not. We're not good at anything. We are definitely bad at most things. We in should plug Clay for
1: those sick trophies.
0: Yeah, Clay. I did plug him on a show. Um, oh, you did? You Clay, already? Clay. The, yeah, the owner of my old RV, which which I desperately missed during the. Circuit of the Americas (laughs) trip. But uh, I didn't miss (laughs) it. I bet you didn't
2: miss driving it. I bet you missed the reliability. No,
0: No, I did. I did. Yeah, I missed the. That thing was like, it was just like a, a known quantity. You know what I mean? Like that thing was, that thing never missed a beat. But, uh, uh, yeah, Clay did a, Clay owns, what is it? Track sculptures.com and trackdecals.com and,
1: and trackdecals.com, yeah.
0: Yeah, and uh, our trophies for Coda uh, GLTC special were track the maps coolest. of yeah, they were track maps of Coda. So it was really cool. He did a great job. And he did a really fast turnaround, almost too fast because Chris as soon as I sent him a picture of a completed one, he was like, "Oh no, I wanted to Oh no, I should make more artwork." Oh no. And uh, and then I probably <laughs> Then I annoyed Clay for like half an hour, and he was like, "Dude, I'm too busy to remake things." <laughs> I was like, "I know, <laughs> I know. <laughs> I didn't expect you to have these done on Monday, uh, but uh, he was like, he was planning on shipping them. That's why he got them done so fast. But uh, but Pete Lindbergh could pick them up because Pete came and worked Grid with the big orange gloves. So um, yeah, it was a Pete super loves fun weekend. Those orange gloves. Though. Pete did a great job in Grid, man. I love Pete. What a good, gu- what a Pete's- good dude.
1: But, Pete's Pete's good at things.
0: Yeah, like you give him a job and he and he gets all like uh, he gets all engineering and like starts to yeah, analyze he's into it.
1: it like super focused, kind of like yeah. Renee is.
0: Yeah, you give him a job and they like f- they they think of all the aspects of the job and then they make the like I need more I need more Pete and Renee's. That's what I need. Abe, why aren't you more like Pete Rene?
2: <laughs> I
1: wish I were more like Rene. No. I'm sorry. sorry, Adam. I'm like the opposite of those people.
0: No, you guys are great. You guys are fun. I, I <laughs> love it. Uh, I couldn't do any of this stuff without Abe anymore. I'm all uh, I, whenever I need something to happen on the internet or on the web or on the drive, I'm like, hey, Abe, can you make this change on the website because I don't know how to do that anymore? I totally forgot because you've been doing it for me for two years. <laughs> so. yeah and he always does it. Abe's my man. We do have to do a website like revisit for driver stuff, though. But
2: yeah, the the GridLife driver portal, not great. Could be better. No, <laughs> we'll get there. Not <laughs> we'll great. get there. It's, it, it's <laughs> uh, we're
0: we're we're about as good at websites as we are at podcasts. But um, <laughs> it,
1: it looks it looks pretty.
0: Well, yeah, but we gotta like make like when you click through to this or to that, we need to just make it. Like this or that instead of no, this, I, that, I or that other thing. But,
2: our, uh, like, our, our grid life drivers are, you know, often or almost completely repeat customers. And so navigating the website and knowing where stuff is, is like, it's not intuitive, but everyone knows where the stuff is.
1: Um, but if let's you're let's not like, talk
2: about our, new- f- about how terrible we are. But if you're new, (laughs) it's like it takes a little getting used to. That's the
1: biggest. The biggest cheat code to the website is this: is the event schedule is at the very bottom in like little gray letters, typically, of the footer. (laughs) No, it always is.
0: Yeah. Well, that's yeah. And everybody.
1: So I always put that. I I always it the schedule. He's like bottom of the website.
0: (laughs) I always put it there because we've always put it there. But then like Sean is like, why do we put that at the bottom? Why isn't that at the top? And I'm like. (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs> i'm like <laughs> <It went in.
0: laughs> I, I actually don't know it's just how we've always done
2: it, <laughs> so,
0: we're, it yeah works.
1: we're bad at things oh Negative man day. you That'll know
2: what, guys happen. i i think that we should probably continue the last of this episode on patreon and we probably should if if you're we're not gonna not... Get,
1: we're not get we're not gonna give the people the the end of the rv story
2: uh, i think we
0: had, i think we oh no we didn't we didn't All right, there well, is let's more. do that first all right, so <laughs> so I get it down to first gear, right? And, uh, and the brakes are hot, and then I'm like, all right, well, we're in first gear. We can only go so fast. And this thing is literally bouncing off the mechanical governor, like dun dun, 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 dun in first gear, <laughs> uh, which is only like 2,100 RPMs. It's not like a big deal, but um, it's bouncing off the mechanical governor all the way through the industrial park uh, as I got off the exit. Uh, and, uh, and right before I get to my building, so my building is right at an intersection of two railroad crossing, or two railroad tracks basically, and they like, they almost converge and then they split off just past my building. So they don't actually intersect, but two, like, both of the roads to get to my building, uh, within view of the building have a railroad crossing. And, uh, we get and there's a stopped train. We get up there and I'm like, well, we're gonna have to kick it neutral and shut it off, which you'd think wouldn't be a big deal, right? But it turns out uh, that the shut-off solenoid had died on this thing, and so I have to <laughs> shut it off. I have to shut it off by hand,
2: which means going uh, outside, right? Which means
0: going outside and just pushing on a little lever. Um, it's selenide didn't die it's actually a new selenide but the wiring had it's all butt connected because the previous owner uh loved butt connectors and turns out butt connectors not that good at things but uh, so i have to find the broken connection somewhere it hasn't actually bothered me because i never shut the rv off until i get to the location but
1: uh so so this has been an issue since you got it you couldn't turn no no it it worked it, it
0: worked when i got it and then it didn't work after like uh, I forget which event last year, but
2: you know what also doesn't work—the odometer
0: or oh, the yeah, speedometer. The, the odometer and speedometer stopped working after I got it. Slightly, shortly after I got it, also. But uh, I'll
1: fix those. I I think but, I know what. It doesn't is. matter because I'm buying it. So it uh, it doesn't actually
0: out. matter. It's it's perpetually has sixty thousand miles on it. You know. Yep. But. Uh, and, and it's a million mile drivetrain who cares how many miles in it? but so i i shifted it into neutral and this thing is just banging the rev limiter and i go i go out back and like and i open the like the it's got this big hatch in the back that you like lift up and i open it up and this thing is like it looks so happy at at redline <laughs> like it's just <laughs> vroom 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 and it, like there's no drama like nothing's hot <laughs> uh it 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 was it, it just seemed to be happy there and i was like well i shut this thing off and then i while the train while i'm waiting for the train i i'm grab i'm like crawling around in the trailer looking for my tools and i grab some wrenches and stuff and i disassemble the throttle linkage um uh, so that it's not at redline anymore and uh, we fire it back up she's sitting at idle nicely and uh and I thought, well, I can probably just put it into drive, and it'll probably just creep up and over. And we literally had a thousand feet to go before we got to my building. Um, I put it in drive, and it just stays there. We didn't quite have enough go <laughs> to go because because it's like a five degree slope to cr- creep over the train crossing, right? Uh, and I was like, shit. <laughs> Now this is where the bus is stuck. <laughs> and so I'm like, "All right, Cohen, you steer." <laughs> and, and so I climb in the back, I pop the hatchback open, and there's a trailer behind me, so I stand on the trailer tongue and I reach in and I throttle that thing by hand. Uh and I dr- basically I throttled it <laughs> and Cohen steered it and we drove it back to the shop. <laughs> <laughs> So I surfed on OSHA approved. No, I surfed on my trailer tongue for about a, about an eighth of a mile. So it was uh it was maybe a quarter mile. It was it was kinda rad <laughs> and this is like ten o'clock at night on a Monday and it's raining and I'm just so tired. Like the the, the most sleep I had gotten was like the twenty minutes that I slept while Abe drove. Um and it was just it was I I don't think I'd had been that tired since Road Atlanta 2015. It was I was so tired, but uh, you're you're really
1: not taking advantage of having this RV. I would dude be I to, I need to hire – Seven hours every time.
0: I need to hire a really good driver is what I need to do. I need to hire a driver who's dedicated just to driving me around. But uh, yeah, no, it was it was a great I wish trip. I,
1: I wish you lived here because. We get a two-car trailer, and I would drive every time the whole way. I, I don't
0: relinquish control very well. Like I, I, can't just like let somebody drive because most of the time, like they're not. You could tell they're not comfortable driving a sixty-five-foot rig, and uh, and I am, and it's just like, well, I guess I'll just keep driving, and I just, I just keep don't driving. understand
1: that you just drive, you go down the
2: road straight. It's, it's you know, it's, like it's fine, Derek, city. until the lanes narrow to like fucking eight feet, and you're like, well, shit, this is yeah. about that.
0: Yeah, no, we're eight Dude. feet. And those that lane is eight foot two, and oh, uh,
1: no. yeah. man up, fucking do it. No, wife wife and do I, Abe and I, Abe
0: and I did do the coolest thing that I had done in a long time. Hot um, swap. We hot swapped it.
1: <laughs> Finally, I can't believe it took you guys that long. I'm gonna yeah, hot swap it's the first hot I swap, man, the first time ever.
0: So I was like, Cone, you hold the or you hold the wheel, and
2: we'll hot swap. Don't bump the steering wheel. I think Cone didn't Cone hold the wheel. I forget. No, no, no. no. Uh, I think you held the wheel. And you, like, let off the throttle, and I jumped into the seat and put my foot down and yeah. then grabbed the wheel. That's what it was. That's what it was. Uh, yeah, I was I was super nervous then, that, like, one of us would And then you went back to bump. pee, which is yeah. amazing that you can use the bathroom and you don't have to stop.
0: It's the coolest, man. I was afraid one of us would bump the steering wheel and, like, crash the RV trying to hot swap. So we were very careful, and it worked fine.
1: Hey, you don't even got to stop in the truck if you got a Gatorade bottle.
0: Yeah, no, he, he, yeah, he, I, I'd probably just need to have a big Gatorade bottle sitting down on the bottom of the front seat. But anyway, <laughs> so, well, I think that's uh, enough. We're going to carry the show over show.
2: to uh, <laughs> to Patreon.
0: Right, Do a little. We'll, bit. Uh, we'll talk about how Derek's car did, and we'll talk about I don't know. We'll talk about some things. So,
2: if you want to know more about getting access to private slip angle content on Patreon, check out our website at Patreon.com/slash Slip Angle and uh if you donate five bucks to the program uh you can get private patreon shows or two bucks. super
1: exclusive i especially had to ask abe for permission to listen to my own shows it's pretty <laughs> exclusive yeah um <laughs> i didn't right, i cool. didn't get the link um, and uh d- don't, if, don't stop recording if you're james houghton and recording.
2: you're not getting shows it's because you're only given two dollars oh dang we're not doing it for the two dollar people no, I'm sorry. You know, there's got to be some exclusivity here.
1: <laughs> we didn't. <laughs> we didn't. We didn't talk about this. This is all Abe. So I love this. I was wondering why a couple of patrons increased their pledge man, to five dollars. So I didn't <laughs> set I this up. You did. Did I, Did I put the rules there?
0: You made the rules, Dang. man.
1: I must have been in a bad mood that day. I'm sorry, people.
0: All right, well, let's, uh, let's pause for a few seconds, and then we will keep recording. Um, so thanks, everybody, for listening. And we are about an hour in, so that sounds like a show. But uh, we thanks. love all of you, Patreons or not. Uh, we, we really appreciate you listening. Rate and review us. Uh, doesn't matter how or where. I don't really care. Or if you do it, whatever. So uh, thanks, buddies.
1: Slip Angle was created by Austin Cabot and Adam Jubey, co-hosted by Derek Yarbrough, and production by
0: Abram Schmucker, who mixes all of our terrible audio. If you like the show, please rate us and review us on iTunes, and come and find us in the Pittsburgh grid live to say hello.